This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. This is the first edition of Don't Blame Me If Your Fantasy Team Loses. So, I mean, I got a whole lot of notes. This probably won't be that great of a show. I just got a whole lot of notes. I didn't do too much preparation. Haven't had time. This job is just draining everything. and But I'm, I'm thankful for it because I feel like God put me there for many reasons. But that's another topic for another day. Um, <clears throat> so I guess the first thing I wrote down was the Patriots defense versus the Dolphins. Like the Patriots defense have only given up three points all season long Uh, two games sure shut down the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner and Juju they were fully healthy Patriots shut them down they shut out the Dolphins and the best fantasy defense in the NFL it's not even close they completely destroyed them so them against the Jets and the Jets have Luke, not Luke Falk. I think that's his name. His last name is Falk. Yeah, you got to like your chances picking them in daily fantasy. Or if you have them in like regular fantasy, you're lucky. You're very fortunate. Very good pick. So on my ESPN team, I have OBJ, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas, three of the best receivers in the league. And, you know, I lost. I lost last week. But Julio Jones and Odell Beckham Jr. almost brought me back. Like, um, they had about half my points. That's why, see, I did the unconventional thing. I've never done this. I took three receivers in the first three rounds of ESPN Fantasy. I don't think, not many people do that. I definitely have never done it before. But actually, I took DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't know why I did this, but I accepted a trade. DeAndre Hopkins for Michael Thomas. And honestly, they both had shaky games last week. But I felt like it was an even trade. I don't know why I did it. I know Hopkins is the better receiver. But for some reason, I feel like Thomas might get more targets. It sounds ridiculous, but I I think he'll end up getting more targets in the long run. But Hopkins is the better receiver. I should have just said no, but I, I did it anyway. It don't matter. I think I got a good big three, and I'll be all right. Um, but what really hurts me is that Drew Brees isn't playing. He's hurt. So that kind of hurts me. That that really hurts me in this Andre Hopkins versus Michael Thomas thing. Hopefully I don't regret it. So far, I mean, I'm one and one, and I lost week two by four points. So the three-receiver thing, it's kind of working. Even though Cam Newton's been trash and he's hurt. And I just lost Ben Roethlisberger. So, 
quarterback situation isn't helping, but my receivers are killing it, and my running backs will be okay. They'll they'll be all right. They're not like world beaters or anything, but they're solid. Um, <clears throat> so the Chiefs receivers, there's no Tyreek Hill, so now you got to rely on McCole Hardman, I guess the speedy guy from Georgia. He's supposed to be a discount version of Tyreek Hill, I guess. I mean, that's all marketing. I have to see it to believe it. Um, but who really stole the show was, I think his name is Demarcus Robinson. He stole the show. I think he had like 100-something receiving yards. He had like 150, 170 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Man. But, but you know, Nicole Hartman was everyone's, you know, pick, everyone's favorite pick there. But go to Marcus, go to Marcus. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Marcus killed it. I never heard of the guy, but he killed it. So I guess you could start picking one of those guys. Uh, Ravens Chiefs, honestly. These are the two best offenses in the league so far. And the defenses, well, the Ravens obviously have a better defense, obviously. But that Chiefs offense is, like, sick. That Chiefs offense is sick with it, especially with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, the top two fantasy quarterbacks. Well, I don't know. This one site I was looking at, Fantasy Football Today, has Patrick Mahomes is number three well I guess it depends on your league rules regardless he's either two or he's three Lamar Jackson's clear number one so I don't know what's gonna happen here these these offenses are crazy uh I don't know if we're gonna have a repeat of Chiefs and Rams last year we could it's, it's gonna be honestly Chiefs versus Ravens last year was pretty good it came down to the last minute, and Robert Griffin III came in for Lamar Jackson, and he almost won it. That was a heck of a game last year with the overtime. But this time, um, I don't know. This time, it could go either way. Uh, I think the Ravens are a more complete team, and they should win. But Chiefs, man, Chiefs, that Chiefs offense is ridiculous. <clears throat> You also have the top two tight ends in the league. Top two tight ends. Kelsey and Andrews. I already knew Mark Andrews from day one when he got recruited by OU. I knew he was going to be like that. I just didn't think he'd like catch on this fat. Like he is really killing it in his second year. I mean <clears throat> Now, mind you, this guy was recruited at OU as a receiver. So, it shouldn't surprise you. He's catching all these passes and stuff. But, <clears throat> I mean, for consistency's sake, Kelsey has been doing it longer and at a higher level. You can go off that. If you got to pick one of them for daily fantasy, why not? Or, you know, both FanDuel and DraftKings have a flex option. Maybe you could pick both. You know what? I'm exploring that option of picking both because 
both of them have great high value. They're the top two tight ends, and they're going against each other. And sure, Baltimore has a better defense, but it's just that Kelsey, man, he just he gets open against everyone but the Chargers. But we, I don't know about that. We got to research that. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes had 443 yards versus Oakland. And Lamar Jackson had 272 yards passing, two touchdowns, and 120 yards rushing. That is ridiculous. Something has to give. You can go either way with that one. You really can. Uh, Kyler Murray, the sleeper, honestly. Russell Wilson is a sleeper, too, because he has back-to-back, like, 300-yard games. Um so does Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is, oh, man, this dude is incredible. Just wait. He's going to break out for his own 100-yard rushing game, too. But he that offense is doing something. He's throwing for 300-something yards in both games. Now, both of them pretty much losses. I mean, one is tied, but they were pretty much losing that game. But, yeah, don't be afraid to pick Kyle Murray, especially in DraftKings and FanDuel. Everyone's going to pick freaking Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and, uh, man, make Tom Brady. Man, ain't nobody going to pick uh, Kyle Murray. Phillip Rivers. There's a whole lot of people you think of. Even Carson Wentz, who is doing pretty good, even though, the Eagles have been shaky in both games. He's doing pretty good himself. But you'd even pick him before Kyler Murray, but I don't know why. Like, Kyler Murray, well, I know why, but Kyler Murray's killing it. And if you need someone that's lesser owned, Kyler Murray's perfect. And, you know, I picked him in week one, and he won me some money because I, I combined. I need to look back at this, but. I'm pretty sure that was the team that had uh, Austin Eckler <clears throat> and Deshaun Jackson. If Deshaun Jackson can stay healthy, he's another good option to pick. Um, see, I'm looking at this lineup where I won $30. Well, that was the Carson Wentz lineup and Zach Ertz and Austin Eckler. And just imagine if I had uh, Dalvin Cook. Okay, speaking of running backs, Le'Veon Bell was on that team. Le'Veon Bell, 23 fantasy points last week. This week, not sure. I mean, he has 19 targets in two games. That leads all running backs. 16 receptions. Like, this guy is for real, son. Like, he'll at least get double digits. If you in a PPR league and you have Le'Veon Bell, that's a gold mine. If you're playing DraftKings, which is PPR, you you definitely a lot of people are gonna pick him. He's not good for he's not good for um I guess ownership rate because he's just the safe pick. He's a safe pick because they line him up as a receiver a lot. If you watch the Browns game, he lined up a lot as a receiver, a lot. 
was like, good Lord, just make him your next slot receiver. You line him up so much. It's ridiculous. Um, nevertheless, even though people are going to pick him, I still picked him this week because I'm banking on people being scared. I picked him on DraftKings. I'm banking on people being scared of New England's defense being the top fantasy defense overall. I'm banking on people being afraid of that, but I don't know. His numbers are just so good. It is hard to pass up. I'm still going to pick him. And besides, he had 22 fantasy points against New England the last time he played them. And I know it was two years ago, but, like, that's that's something to think about. I'm pretty sure they lost that game, too, two years ago. He still had 22 fantasy points. He had 112 yards rushing. So why not? Why not? Um, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook have been spectacular. You pick one of them. I'm pretty sure you won some money. You had to. I know Emily picked them. Picked Austin Eckler. She had to. Um, Christian McCaffrey, obviously, he was a first-round, second-round pick in fantasy. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Josh Jacobs, no one knew. He was a high draft pick for a rookie. And I see why. Like, he's doing really good, too. So, you know, he's been consistent. I don't know what they plan this week. I don't really care. Just know he's a good option to pick, too. Like, definitely. For sure. I mean, he's, he's, he's like top five, and he's a rookie. Top five fantasy already. So let's talk about this Browns and Redskins. Browns, not Browns and Redskins. Bears and Redskins. It's here at FedEx Field Monday night. <sighs> Two shaky teams. This is clearly the worst offense that the Redskins have played this season. They are a notch below the the Eagles and the Cowboys offensively. The Bears, they don't they don't put up points. You know, Trubisky's been struggling. They've been shaky with running the ball. I know Allen Robinson though has been a good target. And oh my God, now I think about it, Allen Robinson versus the Redskins defense. That Redskins secondary, it's about as bad as the Eagles secondary. And it just looks like too many times people are out of position. They're looking at each other like, oh, well, what was we supposed to be doing? Josh Norman be looking silly because he either has no safety help or he's just out of position. So I know the Bears going to take advantage of that. That That's the time for them to get back on track. But at the same time, but at the same time, I mean, if it's any – time for the Redskins to get back on track. Maybe it's against the Bears who who have been struggling offensively. It's just some, who's going to show up. I say honestly, I would get the advantage to the Bears offense. So if you're in daily fantasy, picking picking Allen Robinson wouldn't be bad, especially when it comes to ownership rate. Picking him wouldn't be a bad choice. I mean, if if you're including the Monday night game, because most of the big um, most of the big tournaments won't include the Monday night game, but if you are playing in something that includes the Monday night game, you pick him. 
you pick him because I don't think that secondary will have any answer for Allen Robinson. He played two tough defenses, and he's still putting up numbers. That's it's pretty impressive. Um, Cowboys, Dolphins. Like I said, the Dolphins are – they've got to be one of the worst teams in NFL history the past two games. They can't do anything right. And they're playing the Cowboys who are destroying folks offensively. I don't see how – the Dolphins can stop anybody on the Cowboys. So just pick anybody. Just pick anybody on the Cowboys. Anybody. You can pick Dak. You can pick Zeke. You can pick Randall Cobb. You can pick Gallup. You can pick Amari Cooper. You can pick Jason Witten. Pick anybody. It don't matter. The Dolphins not going to stop them. You can even pick the Cowboys defense because the Dolphins offense have been just awful. Just awful. I don't think anyone on that offense has gotten double digits. That's how bad that offense is. Just pick anybody. You get a cowboy. You get a cowboy. You get a cowboy. Everybody. Everybody get a cowboy. They just trash. Oh, and Mark Ingram has been good. But what is he going to do against a tough run defense? I don't see the Chiefs stopping him either, but we'll see. I was hopping around there, but that was on my notes. Uh, Kirk Cousins? I don't know. who. I don't even know who's Minnesota playing next week. But it don't matter. Kirk Cousins, I think it's the Raiders. I'm actually pretty sure it's the Raiders. So, if it's the Raiders, yeah, why not Kirk Cousins? Why not? I mean, we're going to test the Raiders' defense against Kirk Cousins. Why not pick him? Sure, he had a tough goal, but I guess the Packers' defense is for real. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But if the Packers' defense is as real as it has looked so far, then that means Kirk Cousins will be fine against a weaker defense next week for sure um i'm just looking at mason rudolph being listed as a value okay that's kind of controversial to me like i i guess like he he had a strong showing against seattle but i was seattle san francisco has the second best fantasy defense if not second they're in the top five like, and they get turnovers. They, they get turnovers. They don't play around. And this, and this guy threw an interception against Seattle. And Seattle's defense hasn't been that great this year. So, I can already see Mason Rudolph throwing it right to Richard Sherman. I can see it already. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of those guys on Pittsburgh is being listed as values. I just don't know. I just don't know. Not not against that team. Now, the way that defense is playing, I, I just don't see anybody on Pittsburgh really doing anything. But, hey, 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 if you're in those big tournaments and you need a lesser-known option, why not? Just try it and see what happens. Especially what I would say Jalen Samuels is a good option. 
I feel like everyone's going to pick him because they know James Conner is out and they feel that. And they look at his stats against Seattle. He had a bunch of rushing yards. I, I feel like a lot of people going to pick him. So I don't see how he's a value. Well, he's going to – well, I guess he's a value because his price. His price is going to be low. I guess you can pick him. He's not Austin Eckler. He's not Dalvin Cook. He's not Todd Gurley. He's not Le'Veon Bell. I guess that's why he's a value. But I don't. I I can see a lot of people picking him. Uh, Mozart. Mo Mozart maybe same thing. Like he had a big game last week. He splits carries with Breda, and he he catches more passes than Breda. So in PPR, he's definitely valuable. So. Especially on DraftKings, that is really heavy on PPR. That's points per perception, if you don't know. I mean, why not? Why not pick him? I mean, I prefer him rather than Jalen Samuels, but we'll see. I think he's going to get a lot more carries and touches, honestly. Yeah, just as many touches as Breda, if not more, honestly. Uh... Once again, the Eagles secondary is trash. They made Terry McLaurin the number seven fantasy receiver. Are you kidding me, bro? He didn't get as many fantasy points against the Cowboys. He had double digits, but they made him look like a superstar. So I knew if they couldn't stop Terry McLaurin and Trey Quinn and freaking Vernon Davis... I was like, how are they going to stop Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley? They did what they could. They tried. Um, At the end of the day, Julio Jones broke out, and he did his thing. So, the Eagles are playing the Lions. Galladay just had a monster game. Marvin Jones has always been a solid receiver. Man, I, I say I'm definitely picking one or both. I already picked both of those guys in DraftKings because I'm like, our secondary can't. I don't think our secondary is going to guard them at all. They're going to get toasted. So I might as well just pick both of them. I picked both of them in DraftKings. Just just screw it. I might as well. Uh, Keenan Allen is very reliable. Rivers looks to him. I've seen him against um... Indy and Rivers just forcing him the ball. And same thing in Detroit sometime. Detroit game forced him the ball, which is good for fantasy owners because he's going to catch some of those. And then that just that just helps everyone involved. They say the Chargers is a value defense because the Houston offensive line, they've always had O-line troubles. I don't know. And, and that Chargers front is ridiculous. They got Joey Bosa and, like, all those other guys. I can't put my finger on right now, but they got a nice pass rush. Uh, John Brown versus Cincy. John Brown's the main receiver on Buffalo. And Cincy's pass defense has been, oh, man. I don't know. It's been shaky. Why not? John Ross has been a value, but he's going to keep – he's going to go up because, well, honestly, Tyler Boyd is like that. But then you got him, 
you could pick either one of those guys at this point. They're both killing it. John Ross is really having a good season so far. But, you know, you know, why not? Why not? He's one of the top fantasy receivers. You might as well get him before he skyrockets and becomes about the same price as Tyler Boyd because I know it's coming. It's coming. I know it is. Um. So, now that I'm through my notes... Uh, my best DraftKings lineup last week. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but before I do that, one of my worst, I had Ryan Fitzpatrick. I I stacked Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker because I knew no one was going to pick them. And no one did pick them. Here's the problem. They didn't score. They were in the game that whole time. They didn't score. They didn't do anything. It was a bad pick. I didn't know the Dolphins were going to get destroyed. But I still picked them because I was like, that's the ultimate sleeper. I said I was going to shock the world. Man, please. Please. You should have threw that lineup in the garbage. My lineup, other than that, wasn't really that bad. It wasn't really that bad, honestly. Um, And now history... So, so I guess my best team from last week, it had Dak Prescott, who killed it again, Matt Breda. I mean, him or Mozart. You could have picked him. I said Mozart, Mozart, whatever. Zeke Elliott, of course. Paris Campbell, sleeping on him. I mean, why not? Devin Funches is hurt. Um, Amari Cooper caught a touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster did his thing, but he was high on, so he didn't really do much for me. Kyle Rudolph, 0.8 owned, 3.9 points. Oh, God. Keon Drake actually had nine points. That's not bad. Not bad, but I need a little more. 0.9 owned. I mean, against the Patriots. I mean, he did the best he could. Chargers defense eight. That's that's okay. Fantasy wise, eight points on defense, just okay. Um so this week this week I got um got Jimmy Garoppolo against that shaky Pittsburgh defense. Got Le'Veon Bell because well, why not? Against the Patriots, I'm expecting him to be a little lesser on, but his numbers are ridiculous, so maybe not. Chris Carson, he's going to have a bounce-back game. I know New Orleans' run defense has been tough the past few years. I don't care. I think Chris Carson at home, why not? Larry Fitzgerald is solid. Kenny Galladay against against the Eagles secondary. Marvin Jones against the Eagles secondary, why not? Our secondary is trash. So I picked Mozart this year. I mean, this time he splits carries. He lines up as a receiver. Why not? George Kittle versus Pittsburgh. Why not? I don't think that defense will be able to stop anybody. And then I finally went with the Patriots defense because the Jets offense with Luke Falk. If they can, like, tame Le'Veon Bell, they can only do it so much like Cleveland did. They did okay, but they did enough to keep them off the board pretty much. 
I expect the Patriots to do the same. And they're going to get turnovers. They got the most turnovers in the league so far. Well, they at least got the most interceptions. So why not? Why not? Okay. And my ESPN, um, my problem is with my ESPN team, first of all, Michael Thomas, I mentioned earlier, he has Teddy Bridgewater throwing to him, and I was watching the game versus the Rams, and I'm like, man, this is a disaster. This guy can't get Michael Thomas the ball. This is going to be a long season until Drew Brees come back. Whatever. I mean, I lost by three last week because Cam only had 11, and he's questionable this week, and it's not looking good. Ben Roethlisberger on IR. I have uh, I have Andy Dalton. Oh, I got another trade request. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Y'all loafing. No. Um... Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not taking that trade request. They tried to give me a trade Julio and Odell for Deshaun Jackson, and um, it just wasn't a good trade. It, it just wasn't. Um, so I'm picking up Andy Dalton. Ben Roethlisberger's on IR. If you're in the same, if you're in the same predicament I have, where you have Breeze Roethlisberger. And you got Cam Newton, who's struggling and who's hurt right now. Josh Allen is a really good option. If your quarterback's struggling, pick him. Jacoby Brissett is consistent. Case Keenum is consistent. Y'all really want to pick Teddy Bridgewater? For this week only, maybe. Maybe you pick him for this week only. Tampa Bay's going to eat up Daniel Jones. Don't pick him. Then you got... Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, I just picked on DraftKings, so obviously pick him because that Pittsburgh defense is shaky. Why not pick Stafford? He's going against the Eagles secondary. Even though it's at home in Philly, I mean, other than that, I mean, Andy Dalton, that's who I picked. He's going against Buffalo, and I picked him? I still, well, still, still, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about Buffalo defense. Andy Dalton is really, I know he went against two shaky defenses, but I don't know. I think I might take Josh Allen, honestly. I just might. Or oh, Jimmy G. I don't know. I'm starting to regret my Andy Dalton decision, but the numbers he put up, I mean, he's averaging, what, 19, 20 points a game. 19. That's not bad. That's pretty solid. It, granted, against two shaky defenses, but why not? I think I might stick with it. I mean, I thought I picked him. All right, give me. I mean, I put in a waiver. So I put in a waiver for both Josh Allen and Andy Dalton. Let's see how that goes. Um, I'll probably end up starting Cam. No, who am I kidding? I'd start Josh Allen versus Cincinnati. Come on. I mean, he's projected to get 19.4, and honestly, that makes sense. 
Wilson lit him up and Jimmy Garoppolo lit him up. So why not? But then again, the Cardinals defense ain't that good either. But a, but Cam has been shaky. So decisions, decisions. We'll see what quarterback I have at the end of the day. So I'm going to end off with recapping on another on this you know opening segment of well this is the first segment first edition segment of Van versus Emily so me and Emily right I've been friends we've been friends since 2012 we've been we kind of discovered FanDuel around the same time so so we we go against each other in FanDuel We've been doing it since 2014, maybe 2015. And I I beat her every year except last year. Last year, she got really good, and she annihilated me. Like, she won 9 out of 10 weeks. Like, to clinch, you need 9, right? You need 9, 10. You need 10 to clinch, right? You need 10 to clinch regular season and playoffs. Between us in FanDuel. I think week 11, she was up 10-1. I quit. She was up 9-1. I quit. I was like, what? What is this? I'd won the previous three or four years. One year was close. I guess another year wasn't. And I made her quit. But this time the tables turned and she won nine. I won one. Like. And the one I won wasn't that was was close. So I don't know. And this week it's already getting off to a bad start. So she had one fifty eight, right? She had Tom Brady against Miami. I should have paid more attention to that. Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, top two running backs. In fantasy so far, Stefan Diggs, John Ross, Valdez Scantling. I don't know. She was by, she's a Green Bay fan. Of, of course, she's going to pick one of them. Bad choice, but whatever. Whatever. It didn't matter. Um, Evan Ingram, Josh Jacobs. You talking about a top five tight end, a top five running back. And then the Patriots, the top defense, and they had 37 points. That was the kicker. They had 37 points. That's what got her 158. That. So, and she she had most of her lineup is the, the top five-ish people in every position, just about. She knows what she's doing. So, but me... I only had a hundred. See, I, I I don't like losing to Emily because it's just bragging rights. So out of a hundred people, she came in second. I came in ninetieth. I had Philip Rivers, who had trouble with that Lions defense. Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley. Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley didn't do bad. Keenan Allen, John Brown. Mari Cooper, Delaney Walker, Chris Thompson. I mean, my lineup was okay. There was no standouts, and that's why I lost. And my defense was the Colts, 
who only had five. The Colts' defense is just okay. They're not, they're not all that. You know, I really, when it comes to defense, I really need to do a better job at picking matchups. That's what she did, and that's what she's always been good at doing. I mean, 37 to 5, that's a huge difference. And then in quarterback, 24 to 11, that's a huge difference. I mean, this got straight up annihilated. I mean, I'm going to be back, okay? There's no way I'm going to let her blow me out for the second year in a row. But so far, I'm down 1-0. We skipped week one. So I'm down 1-0. Whatever. I'll be back. So until next time, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.